right. Dynasty Wonderland. It's your salary captain, Aaron Stewart, back for another edition of Captain's Cabin. And by my side again, I've got another guest. I'll, I'll expand to some other guests in the future, but I love what my buddy Dustin Martin brings to the table. He works with he works with athletes. He knows sports injuries. Guess what? We had football this week. There's injuries. Dustin, man, how are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm just happy that football's back and just getting to bask in the glory of having something to do on Sundays. Absolutely. Absolutely. And before we get talking about some injuries here today, I want people to know where they can find you on Twitter at Martin underscore Dustin C is worth, worth a follow. Any people that cover sports injuries like Dustin's about to give them a follow. So this week we had some injuries today, this particular podcast, we want to focus on Jerry Judy and his ankle going, uh, I think a full 360 degrees is what it seemed. That's what it looked like. <laughs> so, so what's the verdict here? We're, we're hearing this thing about a high ankle sprain and, and people think a sprained ankle, it'll be back in two weeks. Why is that not the case with Jerry Judy? So if you actually saw the injury happen, it was super cringe. Uh, at first I thought he dislocated it. I thought we had another, Dak Prescott type of injury, but luckily uh, x-rays were negative, no fractures, no dislocations. I said he's dealing with a high ankle sprain and they estimated, they said, hey, consensus for a high ankle sprain, he's going to be out four to six weeks. Uh, Denver's coach actually came out and he said, hey, we can't put a timetable on his recovery right now. And I agree with that because ankle sprains, especially high ankle sprains can be kind of iffy. And, uh, they can really be a big nagging injury when they're sustained in season. So if we go back to a few past players uh, in the past few years that have had a high ankle sprain, we had uh, Christian McCaffrey last year. He missed six weeks with a high ankle sprain. Raheem Mostert had a high ankle sprain in week six of last year. He was out for six weeks and then sprained it again in week 14 that put him out for two more weeks, uh, which is typical for Raheem Mostert at this point. The poor one but, for most. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Saquon, 2019, missed three weeks with a high ankle sprain, but we know that Saquon's just – he's Saquon. He's going to recover faster than most people. Um, Michael Thomas had a bad high ankle sprain that put him out for seven weeks, and we know that he ended up having to have surgery this offseason. And then last one that's noteworthy is OBJ. Now, this was back in 2017. But if you remember, he had a high ankle sprain in the preseason, missed week one, played on it for a few weeks, and then he broke his ankle in week five. So they can come back to bite you. Uh, They can end up being a big problem if they're not allowed to heal properly. So I looked today, uh, right before we got on, actually, I can't find anything that says what grade of sprain Judy has, whether it's Grade one, which is considered relatively mild, grade two, grade three, grade three being the worst. Um, I haven't seen anything that said he's going to need surgery, which is good. Uh, We don't want another Michael Thomas situation. But I do expect him to miss at least six weeks. The consensus says four to six. I expect him to miss at least six and probably more. But I'll tell you why. So if we go into a little bit of what a high ankle sprain is, um, if you watch the video and you see Judy's ankle 
So we have dorsiflexion, which is when the foot pulls up, your toes go towards your shin bone. And then you also have the twist of the foot into the ground. And then you have a twisting of the lower leg. So uh, the part of the leg between your knee and your ankle. All those things, that's just classic uh, injury for a high ankle sprain. So if I may, is it possible that we see more of these in offensive players? Because the, what you're describing, kind of that motion, that seems like classic tackling motion. Like you want to wrap up the legs. And as you're kind of going to the ground and twisting a little bit, and I don't know, I have no numbers on this one. Is this something that we see more in offensive players? You see it. We hear about it more in offensive players because we play fantasy. Um, I think you would probably see it. And I don't have any concrete figures on this either, but I think you would probably also see it uh, in linemen because you have guys that get fallen on all the time. You know, they take a blow to the side of the leg. And again, I don't have anything concrete, but I would assume you would see that uh, in linemen quite a bit as well, especially offensive linemen. Makes sense. One of the things that happen in the bottom of that pile there. <laughs> so sorry, so, I didn't mean to interrupt, but no, that, no, you're that's fine. a good thing. Yeah. So what happens when you have a high ankle sprain? And this is a mouthful, but the distal tibiofibular syndesmosis gets damaged. And all that is, is a fancy way to say it's a very strong membrane and a collection of ligaments that hold the lower bones of your leg together. So just above the actual ankle itself. It's a, <laughs> it's a collection of tissues that holds your tibia, your shin bone, and your fibula, which would really be like your outside ankle, but it holds them together at the bottom of your leg. Gotcha. Almost like a pillar, right? Right. So this, I'm just going to call it the syndesmosis. I'm not going to use the whole name. The syndesmosis, it acts as a shock absorber for the lower leg. So when we're running, it's helping to absorb the blow of the foot hitting the ground, but it also prevents your two lower leg bones from separating when we put weight down on the foot. When this gets damaged and you put weight down, you're gonna have separation of your tibia and your fibula down at the bottom, you know, just above your ankle. Uh, so it's not good, it's not good. And in a really severe case of so somebody like Michael Thomas, they'll do what's called a tightrope surgery. And what they will do is they will actually drill a hole or they'll drill two holes through both of the lower leg bones here, all the way through both. And then they will use this really thick, it's a permanent thread, it's very thick, but essentially they tie those two bones together and they anchor them and it stays that way. So that's what gives the joint stability after you've had a really severe injury like Michael Thomas had. So that makes some sense because we talked about again, this injury is affecting what I called like a, a pillar. So this procedure, this tightrope procedure, anchors helps mm -hmm. helps with the pillar that's injured okay right. that, two that had the same sense. surgery two had the exact same surgery when gotcha. he messed up his ankle gotcha so perfect this is why i think that judy is going to be out for at least six weeks and probably a little longer uh, if you look at last year's stats because we've only had one week this year almost 70 percent of judy's targets came in the short field so he thrives running short and intermediate routes which relies a lot on hard cutting it relies a lot on sudden changes of direction and if, i know you're an alabama fan so i know you watched him play at alabama we watched him play in the nfl he's a violent route runner he is like i we, i think a lot of people always thought it was going to be the knee that gave out <laughs> right 
that that would the valgus was like the the knee would be so far in it was so weird so i to for it to be an ankle it's like well we thought he was going to get injured but we all thought it would be me <laughs> yeah so it, i mean that's always been his bread and butter is his route running and that's how he creates separation is because he's such an excellent route runner so if we go back to how his ankle was actually injured uh we have that severe inversion so we have the foot collapsing into the ground and we have the twisting of the leg all of these things together those are two motions that he needs to make these hard explosive cuts in the short field so his ankle has to be able to sustain some tremendous force, especially in the direction that he was injured in order to run those routes in an elite level. And after he has this high ankle sprain, I don't see that being the case for a little while. Um, even if he comes back midseason, I feel like his routes probably won't be as crisp. I feel like he's going to be a little sluggish getting in and out of his, in and out of his breaks. Uh, especially anything that involves him planting to cut on his right ankle. And I think that to some degree is going to reduce his ability to create some separation. Yeah. And you say all this and, and my thought goes, okay, let's say he misses six weeks and then he's not very effective coming out of that. Cause you know, the, these are athletes, but they're also human beings recovering from an injury Right. And, you know, it's a completely separate injury, but it's like one Barkley, ACL, kind of, you know, in the first game. And so I guess my question on this one is, what are we doing in, in fantasy? Like, is this just a lost fantasy season? Not a, not an NFL season, but a fantasy football season. Like, when is he going to actually be effective again? It's kind of hard to say. I would, so if you have him in a redraft league and you've got IR slots, don't drop him. Hang on to him. Um, the Broncos have a week 11 bye this year, I believe. I don't think they're going to hold him out until week 12. That's a long time. Even for a pretty bad ankle sprain, that's a long time. I wouldn't expect him to be productive maybe until after the bye. Uh, you might not get productive Jerry Judy until the last quarter of the season. But Interesting. Uh, if you've got the space to hold him on IR, hold him there. I wouldn't drop him. And dynasty, take a look at your dynasty league. If your guy, if your team that has Jerry Judy, if they're a win now team, if they're looking to make a push, maybe this is your buy low opportunity. Um, you know that I have Judy in our dynasty league, but I'm I'm not currently fielding any offers, Aaron. So please. <laughs> uh, so uh, and especially if the word gets out at some point in the next you know, four, five, six weeks that either he's struggling, he's not doing well with his rehab, he's having trouble running, he's having trouble uh, getting, you know, out of his cuts and stuff. Send an offer out. You never know. Right. right. It's always what they say. You, know, you fade the people overreact. We saw it in week one, not injury wise, but the news that came out with, with uh, DeAndre Swift. They're like, oh, Jamal Williams is the starter. Fade Swift. Like, yeah, especially Dynasty, which is perfect by low, by talent. Um, oh. I guess looking in the Dynasty aspect, like he's obviously going to be back this season. But oh, we sure. know some injuries, like it takes a little bit. Uh, I think of that nasty Liz Frank injuries that, that happened to players. They're still not quite right that season after. That's a pretty yeah. severe one. 
and the high ankle sprains suck. Like, what what should people like redraft in 2022? What should people? I don't know what what should they expect from Jerry Judy. He's probably going to drop. I would expect. I'm past this season. I'm really not concerned. Um, now, if he had now, if he did have the Dak Prescott injury, if he had dislocated it, if he had broken it, okay, then then I might see some long term concern. Uh, even though it is a pretty severe high ankle sprain, the guy's 22. This is just his second season in the league. Uh, I don't, there's absolutely no reason to panic sell or try to get rid of him or offload him. Um, you might just have to eat it for this season and next season, I think he'll be fine. Love it. Love it. So I think we've talked about the injury. We've talked about what our expectations should be in redraft. It, it seems like, Hey, Judy could possibly be maybe a league winner because you can buy, you can maybe do a trade in season. If, if you're good enough to, you know, deep enough at a position at, at receiver, buy him and then have a guy that you're got a diminished price for him just in time for the playoffs and dynasty doesn't sound like concern. You got any, any other, any other things, the high ankle spring and Jerry Judy. That's it, man. That's my thoughts. Awesome. Awesome. Well, for the dynasty wonderland, I think we are going to check out here. And as I said, at the start, me and check out Dustin on Twitter he's got some good content i'm trying to get him out there sharing this fire content with you guys you can find him on twitter at martin underscore dustin c he's bta working on a bridge program to become a pt you know maybe he'll be that next twitter doctor you don't know hopefully all right any parting words for for the dynasty wonderland don't think so i think we're good buddy awesome well this is your captain checking out